You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 375 for March 10th, 2022. This week, we talk about spiders, vampire squids, the new Kirby game, skiing, Costco shopping, and inventing Anna on Netflix. So stick around for the The show. One, two, three, clap. Not eggs, but hollandaise. What are your thoughts on hollandaise? Um, I don't know. That's just white sauce, isn't it? No, that's you're thinking of bechamel. Hollandaise is an egg sauce. It is egg, but it's an oh. egg sauce with like oh. a whole stick of butter. Caesar dressing. Yeah, Caesar dressing. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I know her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Same I know thing. Caesar dressing. Oh, mayonnaise. I know, I know Caesar. I know mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I was born in the game. Mayonnaise. Patty sis? mayonnaise. Born in the game. God. What? No, why I... are you talking about hollandaise sauce? I think I was recently watching a um epicurious where they were doing hollandaise sauce because we were talking about eggs last week and now i'm 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 going egg i'm going egg adjacent or egg adjacent to hollandaise egg adjacent mm-hmm. anyone um yeah i don't know about this it's just blended <laughs> up eggs well yeah so it's uh this it's... is just caesar i'm looking at the recipe this is just caesar, caesar dressing <laughs> yes it tastes exactly <laughs> like caesar dressing this is just caesar dressing this vegan I don't want, Caesar dressing. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I have made hollandaise many a time, and I'm pretty good at it. And that's all I'm going to say about that. My favorite song is Hollandaise by Madonna. I thought it was called Caesar Dressing. No, that's the remix. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh, God, how are your I teeth? zero. Might as, might, we zero might as well just talk about cells. it. Okay, let's talk about it. So I had, um, I was telling Sam before the podcast, I just came back from the dentist. Shock, I know. Which episode? Um, I feel like uh, I feel like we've had the same episode happen about 40 different times where we talk about you going to the dentist. I And I, I tell you, I love going to the dentist now. That The dentist has always been my least favorite doctor to go to. Well, you need to, I you need to explain to the listeners why you love going. To, you tell them what you told me before we started recording. Well, I told Sam... Well, I was at the dentist to get two of my, uh, I had caps put on two teeth and I refused, they didn't feel sensitive. So I refused the anesthesia big and mistake. I should not have refused. Yes. Big mistake. If it, it <laughs> felt like I had, it felt like a bus hit me on exactly one side of my body from the mm. head to like mid torso, the hit mm-hmm. when it, when the, when the air suction thingy hit the nerve that was, was sticking over. out of my mouth. It was game over, sis. But it was fine. Not it only doomed. lasted a few seconds. So I'm glad it was over. But um, no, I love the dentist. I was telling Sam, everybody knows me there because I go in like once a week lately. <laughs> and I don't, I literally do not talk to anyone in real life except like face to face, person to person, except my husband and all my friends at the dentist. All my friends down there at the dentist. Shout out. I wonder if they I wonder if they're only nice to you because you've been giving them so much money over the past like year that they're I'm like done. we are we are funneling as much cash out of this bitch as we can. I'm done though. No, they're I'm they're not getting any more. I have the most I'm, beautiful teeth in DC now. Well, I'm missing two, but I get those in May. That's a different right, exactly. thing. Don't worry about them. Don't worry about It's like Christmas. Teeth. Um yeah, I, so I'm like I had a like four teeth that needed attention to and two of them were the implants Two these other two were these other two and like to get it all sorted out over the past few months they've been sorted i've got a clean bill of oral health i'm really into oral (laughs) and i'm ready to move on with my life i'm ready to move on i've got xylitol in me Mm -hmm. i've got you've you've um, eaten you've eaten pounds of xylitol it's not in your mouth it's, it's it's in your digestive tract it's coursing through my veins Mm-hmm. It's been repl- it's we had to pump out the Boone's farm and we pumped in the xylitol. Oh my god, girl. Girl. That Boone's farm just been it's stale. It's been in my blood since for like 15 years. Yeah, oh my congealed. god. It's turned into people jello in your veins. S- the way people still ask me. So, you know I'm on TikTok now. I love TikTok. And You're young. Mm-hmm. People will find me on TikTok. They'll be like, "You still into Boone's farm?" And I'm like, "Yes." I haven't changed at all since I was 21 and just discovered alcohol for the first time. Right. I feel like you need to you need to keep up with their fantasy so they can, you know, they're still interested. You I'm know just what I mean? like, I'll just I'll dance for the money. I don't give a shit. Do you want me to sing Come on Sugar? I don't give a fuck. Throw me a five, you know? 
I don't care. I'll do it. Joe and I'll I I'll be whoever make, you want me to be. Make pennies to the nickels in royalties on <laughs> on on that. <laughs> Let me tell Did you. you know that the Come On Sugar music video just got copyright claimed on my channel. By who? Me? I think the whoever go has our discography or whatever, or whoever does it. And this, it's a private video. I don't think it's even public. That's sad. Bring they it just, back. The people they want finally it. got it. Uh, I mean, you can get it on. You can hear it on Spotify or wherever you listen to music or whatever. Well, for now, you can. Stay you tuned. just. D- yeah, I mean, until Joe, <laughs> until Joe takes the entire discography Stay down. Tuned. Well, I was looking canceled. at how much, at how much I make year. Because okay, so we don't th- that th- the Young and Free Part One. We don't really. That's a different thing. We're not talking about that right now. But like the singles. <laughs> We're gonna have to talk. About, we're not talking about that right now. The singles that I released before then that are just up on iTunes, Amazon, wherever they like. I mean, the the amount of streaming money they make is like nothing. And I'm like, I might finally just take these. This might be the year that I might just remove those. Like Young and Free Part One can stay up. Our candy coated stuff that's great. But like this, the my individual stuff. I'm like, I don't know. It might be time. Is it time? We'll talk. It about might be it. time. Lay it to oh rest. Everything, yeah. Just we my have, stuff. The stuff we we've done a... together, I like. <laughs> I hate my I... own stuff. Wow, are you saying that I made you? Oh, I'm definitely. I'm. I made you, but that's oh, a different I, I, if thing. That is a totally. I mean, I'm not. I'm not denying <laughs> that. I just don't want to talk about it. Oh uh, no! How did we get here from the dentist? Anyway, your mom bought ski poles. Before the podcast, yeah. Sam's mom was telling Sam that she bought ski poles. Yes. So my mom was, I, obviously everyone's very interested in what my mom is doing, right? Um, she needed a new set of ski poles because we are going to Bend, Oregon, come and find me and kill me and my entire family um, for a week. That's why we're not recording next week. There's five Thursdays in March, blah, 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 blah. We talked about this last week. Um, so we're taking this next week off. I'm going to be away on a vacation. We're going skiing. I haven't gone skiing in like two or three years. And so my body is going to, I'm just, I'm going to take the chairlift to the top of the hill and I'm just going to stop, drop and roll all the way to the bottom of the hill. And will I be alive well, after? Who knows? Record it. Oh, okay. Re- for TikTok. For live. That's week. not a small town. I just Googled Bend, Oregon. It says population 93,000, almost 94,000. Apparently, it's a very hipster town. Um, there's lots of outdoor activities. Mount Bachelor is the, the ski resort where the skiing is. Um, Have you been? I've never been. Um, this I've never been to Bend. Um, it kind of rhymed, so that's why. Anyways. From Pilot, Pilot Butte. Oh, there's like this cone, dome-shaped. There's an extinct volcano there. Fingers crossed it wakes it. up, honey. honey. Fingers crossed. Anything to take me out. Um, it was my my sister and her boyfriend's idea. Um, I think he's been multiple times. Um, our family's just kind of meeting up there. It's kind of a halfway point between where everyone lives. And so we're going to have a nice time just kind of relaxing in a cabin and playing games and catching up and just having a nice, you know, some family time for, you know, f- five or six days. Um, and uh, you guys get a reprieve from Joe and I. So you're welcome in advance. Um, but no, that's, that's what's happening. So my mom needed some new ski poles because uh, she needed a new, I don't know. She needed new ski poles because we're going skiing because we're white. That is, that is where I was leading up to is we're, we're, we're very white. Um, so. I've never been skiing, but I was invited to go. I think it was a little, I think it was right before the pandemic. I don't remember where people go. What's that? Okay. Not the Poconos. There are all of these Northeastern the cat skills? I don't know what that is. I don't know what. Oh, I, I saw a cat circus once. Those cats had skills, honey. Cat skills. It's just the cat <laughs> circus that was in the van. In the it parking was the one lot. in Baltimore. It wasn't in a. It's, it wasn't in a van, but they obviously traveled in a van. It was mm-hmm. in a. It was in a cute little studio, a cute little theater, and well, the cats so just it, ran around. Here's here's the hot tip: if you ever get invited to go skiing. What you do is you go with them, you don't ski, you sit in the lodge in your cute outfit, and you just day drink all day while they're exercising and and dealing with the cold and the snow. You're drinking spiked hot chocolate and trying to fuck the the person behind the bar. 
That's the Here's real the thing, though. Here's the thing. I don't remember what the... Oh, it kind of depresses me because a lot of the ones now have artificial... It's not artificial snow, but it's artificially made snow. So they just right. pump it snow out machines. of these cold machines. Snow machines, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you look at the mountain and it's so fucking ugly. It's, <laughs> it looks like a fucking desolate... Because you know it's supposed to have real snow on it. It would if not for global warming. And there's rocks sticking you, out. There's there's, there's patches rocks, of dirt everywhere. Dead, there's it's just gravel. dead grass, mm-hmm. dead grass, mud, and fake snow. And it's so fucking ugly. Like if I I want to go skiing in like if I'm going to be in a mountain lodge, it better be in the middle of a blizzard. There better mm-hmm. be like twenty packs of Swiss Miss just on the side table for me to just continually dump in water. I don't even care if the water's hot, just so I can sit there. And be in a snowy place. But the, the yeah. lodges that I've seen are just mm-hmm. not the move. Dirty. Dirty? Did you, Girl, I don't know. <laughs> imagine describing the outdoors as dirty. Dirty. <laughs> I don't. There's dirt outside. I can't. And I can't sweep it all up. So I don't like it. My Tamagotchi uh, was vacuuming the moon. I don't know if they're going to get very far with that. Also, I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say that your Tamagotchi is vaccinated. I wonder if there's any anti-vax. Honey, she's pro-vax. Well, I feel like that if you were in a lodge and there were, you know, you wouldn't even be dumping the Swiss Miss in water. You'd be snorting the powder. And then the the little dehydrated marshmallows would get clogged in your sinuses. Oh, my God. It would be a whole thing. It would be a whole thing. Justin told me yesterday I was going to die because speaking of like copious amounts of sugar or whatever, we went to Costco this past weekend. I got the, you know, Tate's Cookies. Oh no! They I got sell those, those in big bulk. Box. They sell them in bulk. They're huge, and they're in these individual trays of like I don't know eight, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I think there's one, two. I think there's six trays of eight in a bo- in a big box. Mm-hmm. I ate them in two days. They were gone. Those, those Tate's cookies are dangerous. It's because they're so, so I thin had and crispy, aches. and it's like oh my it god, just, it just tastes like butter. I have had like. Kind of bad stomach aches over on and off the past few weeks. I've been mm-hmm. eating trash the past month. I'm like here shoveling like spoonfuls of sugar in my mouth, fried chicken, wondering why my body is feels the way it is when I fully know. Like, I don't know what happened, but around like mid-January, like I, I, I usually run two to three times a week. I try to eat healthy, not a whole lot of sugar. I just really gave up sometime in mid-January. And I need to like get back on track because I really feel like shit. Well, I think it's because that you've been you've been taking care of your dental health, and so like your brain yes. is trying to take care of your of your of your mouth, but the rest of your body is trying to destroy it. It's like it's like let me good sa- versus let me tell you, evil. Whenever you do something to take care of yourself, like you're like, oh, I did my taxes this weekend. That took like four hours. I deserve a treat. You know what I mean? I feel like then, I'm in a. And then the treat destroys you. And then the tr- and the treat is um the the treat's a I don't know a, a just a vial of poison. Right. No, you, but, you cut you know, off. It'll be your, like your, your your treat is that you get a, get to cut off your leg. What a you, treat! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. It'll be mm-hmm. like something from Starbucks. You know, like a gr- What's the biggest one? A venti. Trenta. Trenta. I don't think I've ever even said that word. Yeah, that's bigger than venti. Oh my god! It's it's like a, it's like a I Starbucks would, equivalent of a big gulp. Just fucking my me treating myself is getting one of those a um mm-hmm. white just filled with whipped cream mocha. Yeah, extra whipped cream. Putting it in an <laughs> IV bag and just feeding it in. Uh huh. Yeah, in, a instead colostomy of like a, bag. Right. Instead of just instead of like going and getting a ketamine infusion, it's just whipped cream. It's Starbucks whipped cream in an IV bag, and you're just sitting there, just just fucked out of your mind. A reverse colostomy bag, I guess. Mm-hmm. You squeeze mm-hmm. the bag, and it pumps it up your ass. Right. It, you you've heard of those people that soak tampons in in liquor and stick it up their <laughs> ass, and that's how they get drunk. That's <laughs> you. Chemical oh. burns. Yeah, and then you get a chemical burn, and then you have to go to the hospital. That's you only with like a Starbucks like caramel syrup oh just to get God. right up it there. It is. Um, Talk about a sugar speaking, high. Speaking of being old and dead, I have got an article. Is this um, your ob- your this is is this your obituary? It's the rough draft. We're gonna work. We're gonna we're gonna workshop it. 
I guess it's a, it includes a dead thing, so it's it, you could write your own obituary, I guess. Um, so they found a new vampire squid fossilized, so this thing used to exist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, team of paleontologists discovered it. It's 328 million years old. It's got 10 arms. It's a cephalopod. Ancestor of modern octopuses, vampire squid. I don't know what a vampire squid is, by the way. So is that like that's something to worry? That's something to worry about. Isn't isn't vampire squid like a band? Uh, vampire Weekend. Oh, I saw mm. them in concert. Oh my god, you're you're so hipster. I wore Look a jean you. jacket. Ooh, stylish. <laughs> was, it, was it was it a children's extra small? Um, no. So it was a. I think it was an just an adult's size small or extra small, but it was so huge on me. I looked like those. I looked like um. You know, when girls wear like tights and then like an oversized like jean jacket. I look like that. It's cute. Very cute. Mm-hmm. Or Get anyone can wear that. Not just girls. I'm pro every everyone wearing whatever they want. Anyway, gatekeeping jean this. jackets. Not. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be gatekeeping tights and jean jackets. Uh, excuse me. Uh, this fossil anyway has been named after the big the, fo- the big fossil in charge. President Joe Biden. Uh, they named this fossil after him, Solipsimopody bideni. 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 Biden with an I after it. So, from one fossil to another. Mm-hmm. Um, the, <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe this article. This article's on Gizmodo, and it even mentions, it says, while Biden is the oldest person to be elected president, this species is at least 83 million years old. <laughs> <laughs> article this is this is close to home s bidini lived in what is now montana hunty i don't know what it is about montana and mountains i think some of north dakota and most of alberta like all of the fucking dinosaurs died here like i don't know like this is the dinosaur like our state is the dinosaur graveyard of the usa we have well it's dinosaur the mountains museums the, the is that right are you a paleontologist? Yeah, the Rocky Mountains push them out of the ground. It's like popping zits with dinosaur fossils. Mm-hmm. That's hot. I'm not a scientist. That's just what I think. That's just, that's from my own conclusions, not based on mm-hmm. any research. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You did your um, own research. But I have to ask, so often species are, new species are named after celebrities, famous people, politicians all the time. Like there's something named after Madonna in the past few years, I think. Something named after Lady Gaga. If, mm-hmm. if, a dead ancient creature was going to be named after you. What kind of creature would that be? Who um, would play her? Who would play her? Who would play her? I feel like it would have to be like some some creature at like the bottom of the food chain that no one cared about and died alone. Like like a slug, like an ancient slug that was accidentally found. You know, does that Ac- make sense? I, oh accidentally found like someone right, bit like, into their mcdonald's right like like someone was looking the for fossil. a much yeah someone was, was was looking for a much more important dinosaur and then they came across me and they were like oh well i guess we got to name it after something you know um i'm partially on slug tiktok Sna- well oh. more snail tiktok and those things are pretty fun you know so don't count yourself out so let's let's find out if you were a good person growing up. Did you ever put salt on snails or slugs and watch them suffer? Yes. Yeah, I I maybe once just to see what all the fuss was about because you hear that everywhere. Everyone at school says to do that whatever whatever. I mm-hmm. probably did that once just to try it. I did burn a spider once, which I haven't I have a different article about spiders. But someone <laughs> once told me someone was like me and my sister did it they were like when you burn a spider you can hear it scream and i was like i don't think that's true i don't think they have vocal cords so we burned a spider and i don't think it screamed i think it maybe was gas being released i don't think they have vocal cords i don't think they they don't enunciate do you think you're a good person i don't give a shit if i'm a good person (laughs) you know what i mean I never, I never had. That, a, that's think... not for me to. That's not for me to decide. Other people can decide if I'm. You know, you say you never killed an insect or a bug or nothing in your life when you Girl, were a I've kid. Killed, 
I killed so many spiders. I remember, oh my God, you want to talk about how how horrible ch- children are just the worst. I remember um, in the summer on a hot sidewalks, my friends and I, I don't know if I don't know if I did this, but I was definitely a witness to this. My friends would take daddy long legs and like um, pull off all of their legs except <gasps> for one and then put them on a hot sidewalk and they'd like hop around because obviously isn't that horrible i would isn't that horrible i you should pluck the the legs off and then put them like in a can of green in a can of like pinto beans that someone's about to eat they look like little pinto beans without the legs i guess so you make a big old pile this is just hypothetically. I would never do this. I don't fuck with granddaddy long legs. We call them granddaddy long legs. Granddaddy. We talked about this before, yeah. They would, you know, you know tumbleweeds, right? You know what a tumbleweed oh, yeah. is? Is a weed Honey, that tumbles. We have those here. We ha- well, here's here's thing. I was gonna I was gonna circle back to. We'll we'll come back to you. Um, I've sure. never I've never salted a slug or a snail because it's so like not it's it's so it's so not humid and not um wet here that they very rarely pop up only in certain situations so like i was never around them so i never had the opportunity to torture them to death so instead i okay. went for the daddy long legs apparently anyways back to you the the grand day long legs there would be so many of them in the summers they would all merge together i assume they were like humping and they would get into like the corners of the porch yeah they'd just, clump like, up the size of a fucking tumbleweed and just roll around. That yeah, is horror. Mm-hmm. That is Horrifying. fucking horror. I don't yeah. I don't fuck with bugs. I don't like them. I don't want to have anything to do with them. I did like catching grasshoppers. I did not kill them or pluck the legs off or anything. I just would catch them, look at them, and then let them leave. Same. I also caught uh, grasshoppers, but I, and I did not torture them. Um, but yeah, there are certain bugs that I don't think deserve any sympathy like ants mosquitoes ticks any of those things that bite you i don't consider sympathy sometimes spiders as an adult will offer them safe passage to the outside world but it just depends right sometimes it's like an an enemy of my enemy is my friend sort of situation with spiders like i have a pest problem or something and like this spider is eating all of the gnats or something or all the mosquitoes and i'm just like i will leave you alone if you leave me alone you eat these motherfuckers sure. and I won't kill you. Like, sometimes it is it is a symbiotic relationship. And sometimes it's not. You know? Just depends. Speaking of spiders. I, oh, oh, God. Well, well You got f- something? Well, well, first off, I was going to say, I, I didn't fuck with ants when I was younger. I would, um, my cousin and I would, uh, during the 4th, like, during the 4th of July and around July, we would take, uh, we, would, we would buy firecrackers. From because you can buy because we live in a, a a lawless state here in Vigilanteville, USA. We would buy firecrackers and we would blow up anthills with firecrackers. That is shocking, but that's I. We would tie like little GI Joes onto bottle rockets that's and better. stuff. But though those weren't alive. Yeah, right, I mean, true. I don't really have any sympathy for ants. I really don't like them. I'm over them. Well, I feel like this is another good reason for you to to blast yourself into space because in space there are there are no slugs, there are no there uh, are no there insects. are tardigrades. Oh yeah, water bears. Like Star Trek literally are all over in Star Trek. Yeah. Oh god, there's a whole there's a whole thing about tardigrades in Star Trek. I'm not even Wait, gonna get into the it. next generation. Um, I don't, maybe they were mentioned, but tardigrades are, like, super big in either the first or second season of Star Trek Discovery, the newest iteration. Like, there's a whole thing about tardigrades and the mycelial network. Like the little microscopic water bears? Mm Mm-hmm, water bears. It was a giant tardigrade. I don't remember this. Yeah, it was a giant tardigrade that could, um, access this mycelial network, which is, like, this, like, mushroom network, and could travel through it. And it was like a different way of of like fast traveling that they discovered. It's because of this giant fucking tardigrade. It was crazy. Anyways. Anyway. I'm not um, uh, spiders, spiders. Circling back. Circling back to spiders. Big storms coming for the Northeast. Let me tell you. Giant spiders. This is from Axios, which I don't know what it is. This was just trending on Twitter. Giant spiders expected to drop from the sky across the East Coast this spring. 
So there are. I feel like I've heard this before. It's like it's either spiders or cicadas. Like every year, it's some insect apocalypse. It's just a you know different what, insect every year. I don't really like the Northeast compared to all the stuff that goes on in the, on the West Coast. Like earthquake, the big ones coming, earthquakes, fires, droughts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. heat waves. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can stand like one insect situation a year or insect or bug. Spiders aren't insects. They're arachnids, Sam. We're getting technical, apparently. I can I can stand one infestation of each of those mm-hmm. if I don't have to deal with the other stuff. But anyway, mm. okay, this is an invasive species. Let's get down to it. They're expected to, quote, colonize the entire East Coast this spring by parachuting down from the sky. So this is coming straight to you from the University of Georgia. They're called... They're- they're coming from the university. Well, I mean, we got to shut down the university. Well, These they spiders. actually are coming from Georgia. They originated in Japan. They began infiltrating the U.S. 2013, uh, specifically the Southeast and specifically Georgia. So they've been in Georgia. They're are, they called, like, is, are they the peaches that they like? Uh, they like the, the weather. weather. The, I think yeah, I mean, it's just the weather. I feel like the weather is probably very nice in Georgia. It's too hot. I can tell you that it's too hot, too humid. But mm. they're called Joro spiders. There's going to be millions of them. They can tolerate colder weather, too, but they're harmless to humans. Their fangs are too little to nibble on you. They are large. They're about the size of a child's hand. Um, how, how old is this child? Uh, I would say, I mean, here, I'll just send you the picture. I mean, honestly, with its legs spread out, it looks like it could be the size of a lot of adults' hands, too. Well, I mean, with my legs spread out, too, you know. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, you see the picture. No. So they don't know how far north they're going to travel, but it says they may make it to D.C. or even Delaware. So they could potentially be a problem for me. And that's why I, it matters, because it's about me now. I, you know what, you take the spider, I'm going to die in a, in a, it's either going to be the big earthquake or it's going to be one of these forest fires that takes me out. I'd rather burn alive than deal with these. I wouldn't. That's just not my plan. That's not my plans. You're just so friendly with the insects. You want to be friends with them. You well, wanna... the fact that they can't bite me. I don't like this whole, I really don't like it when insects and spiders are, so this is one of the big ass ones. Like mm-hmm. not, hey, that's, it has an actual ass that's large. And that's what freaks me out. I don't yeah, like that. it has that. a dump they're, truck they're ass. Shiny, they're shiny. They're shiny. They're, they're, it's got a sheen to it. They're bright yellow, black, blue, red, grow up to three inches. Like I just, it just doesn't look like that looks like a warning to me. I mean, when there are yellow and black stripes on something, that's a warning to the right, nature exactly. world. Yeah, it's like and color, I just you don't know, colorful like things. I don't like the yeah. vibe of it. I don't like Mm-mm. the vibe. This, this spider's giving off a vibe and we don't like the vibe. Go back it's to Georgia. It's got the please. legs. The legs that look like needles that come that are start big and go to like the sharp points. Like mm-hmm. we don't I don't if it looked cuter, I just if they just evolved to look cuter, I think we wouldn't care as much. Imagine like uh, a little fucking Pokemon spider in your corner. I don't give a right. shit about that. It's pink. It's purple. It has googly eyes. I don't yeah, understand like, you know, why they did this to themselves. Like, they did this you to seen... themselves. Have you seen those like nature documentaries about the the spiders doing like the mating dance and they like have the big eyes and they're very they're colorful and they're furry and they're very small. Like I think those spiders are super cute. Also when we were fine, growing yeah. up like like it doesn't have like it does not we will I will post this in the in the description of the Patreon for free patreoncom the show Sam and Joe. Um back in the ye olden days when I was a child we had spiders around our, our house called cookie spiders. I don't know, we just called them cookie spiders, but they were like they had they were fat. They weren't long. They had like a cookie fat abdomen. Spiders. They had a fat abdomen oh. and they were like a lot cuter than these. I mean, they I were so gross. That. I'm I'm getting me. recipes for spiders made out of cookies. Mm, not quite. I don't see a single real spider in the Cookie spiders. Interesting. Cookie spiders. We had... I don't know why we called them that. Wolf spiders. Oh, yeah. Jumping spiders. We Ugh. we did have black widows. We did have brown recluses. Um, I don't... In Arkansas, I just remember... I, my memories of Arkansas are mm-hmm. just bugs. Bugs everywhere. 
every fucking where. And we lived in the middle of the woods and mm-hmm. you could not go in a room without some sort of creature from the outside having found its way in the house. Like right. whether it's a, a spider, a centipede, like they're just everywhere is bugs. And I this is why we I don't go outside. Hate it. Even and that was when we were like living in the middle of the woods. But even when even when my family lived in a neighborhood in Arkansas, mm-hmm. it was still just bug city. You just I shook bug out the shower city. curtain. You shut I to this day when I get in the shower, I shake the shower curtain liner and the shower curtain because you had to do that in Arkansas because bugs would fall out of it. Spiders, spiders yeah. in particular would fall out of it. And you had to we make have sure they were in there. Earwigs would be in our showers here. Oh, my God. Do they really get in your ears? What's the story there? I don't know. We, we need an earwig. We need a, a, a wig expert, a wigologist. <laughs> I'm too bald. I wouldn't know. Mm, I'm going bald, so I also wouldn't know. I'm looking up these uh, what cookie spiders are known to. Apparently, they're um, known as the cat-faced spider, the plains orb weaver, or the jewel spider, which is the predominant name in Alberta, which is north of us. So, oh, those are ugly, Sam. No. Well, I mean, they're they're ugly, but I mean, compared to this motherfucker that is going to be invading all the East Coast, I'd much rather look at these like these oh, obese the cat spiders. It's, it's a fat ass spider. I can't. It's a fat ass. I'm not spider. shaming. I'm not shaming fat asses. I wish I had a bigger ass. I'm shaming fat asses on spiders. That is not the move. I yeah, will it has smash a, the spider. I'm thinking. Yeah. Here's what I'm thinking: Is it carrying mm-hmm. babies? Is that an egg sac? Oh, mm-hmm. that's where mm-hmm. my mind goes to when I see that fat ass. Yeah, these these cookie spiders slash uh, cat face spiders, they kind of look like what a tick looks like, only in spider form. Because you know how ticks have that fat ass where they store all the blood? We didn't. I got to say, those are like dog ticks. We didn't. I have never mm. seen a dog tick in person. I've only seen the little brown ones with the white dot on their back. Oh, really? That crawl up your legs and attack. They love Suck in your balls because your balls have so much blood. Ticks love balls. I know from experience I had a tick on my ball once. I was going to say, is there, is there something you need to tell the class, Joe? I, because every, whenever we, in Arkansas, you go outside, you come back in, you have to check yourself for ticks. I guess I didn't. And then when I had one on my balls. How did it end up? Th- I feel like that you, this is like a toothpaste on your ball situation. No, no, you no, got no. A little I did too not curious, want it there. I did not want wanted, it there. Yeah, I'm victim blaming. You wanted this tick on your ball. I don't want Lyme disease or whatever else. They, I mean, I guess Lyme disease is the big one. I am terrified of ticks. This ticks has just gross. turned into a bug episode. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> I, and I just need people to know. I, if I were an entomologist, and I don't think, and I, and I actually knew more about bugs, I think that would help. Right. But as of right now, I'm just ignorant and I hate them. Mm-hmm. Your ignorance and your ignorance scares you. Is this what yeah. is this how conservatives feel about us? Wow. I don't I just don't I don't care. At yeah. least I mean, I, I was going to say at least I don't attach myself to your balls. But mm, yeah, you I do. I just anything that's trying to get to my balls. That's not my husband. You know, mm. Mm-hmm. you know, he just he just latches his teeth right in just like a tick. Anyway. So. Um, that's, that's my squids and spiders. I don't that's like, the I don't like either to. of these articles, but I can't blame you because it's not like I'm bringing anything to the table. Well, I have a couple more. Um, I was, I'm going to save at least one of them for the after show. Um, oh, we need to talk about how incredible of a demo that Kirby game was that you played live on stream. I was there for this. Let me tell you though. Okay. So the Kirby, so we're talking about the Kirby forbidden no wait, the Forgotten Land. Kirby demo. and the Kirby and the and the Detecticolor Dreamboat. Yes, mm-hmm. and it comes out March twenty fifth on Nintendo Switch. But they have a free demo for it right now, which I think is like maybe the first two levels and then like a boss. Or Kirby something. fully loaded. Yeah, it takes about I guess it takes about thirty minutes, if even you could probably do it in twenty minutes. The demo, mm-hmm. but. It, so it's the game itself is gorgeous. Gorgeous. I very much enjoyed looking at it, but I think it did convince me not to buy it. Um, just based on like I I love platforming, love Mario, 
You love deplatforming people on Twitter, is what you're trying to say. I love jumping on platforms, leaping off of them. But Kirby is just so mind numb. If there were like 20 hours of that same ass content, then I'd be like, yeah, Mm -hmm. maybe that's worth $60. But like, you should be able to spend more than like three minutes in a level. It's just, give me a puzzle. Give me something. This is is the thing that I was thinking about after I watched your stream. I was like, what if Kirby has been this easy all along? It's just that we grew up and we were really enjoying these when we were kids. Like we were enjoying these Kirby games when we were kids because like it was easy and we we needed easy games to play. We were dumb. We were dumb. We were dumb. But also I'm just like, but I really enjoyed like all those like 2D Kirby platformers like back in on the NES and SNES. You know, like Kirby's All-Star or whatever. I like SNES Kirby. I remember like, Maybe not particularly struggling with it, but I remember I would die and have to do stuff. I think that is partially from the controls, like the, Mm -hmm. not that they were difficult, just that, you know, they weren't as, um, like when you're running around in a 3D world now on Nintendo Switch, the controls are just so good. You can do whatever you want. Like you need to add more enemies. You need to add more anything to make it hard. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, in a 2D game, you're jumping from one platform to another with death between you, mm-hmm. like, and there's an enemy on the other side. You gotta, like, kind of strategize a little. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to think, what was the last Kirby game that I played all the way through and enjoyed? And I think it was Kirby Canvas Curse, which came out for the N- Nintendo DS. And I wasn't, I wasn't, like, super young. It came out in 2005, so I was, like, in middle school. You were graduating from college. Um... And it, it was like, Wait, it wasn't the tradition. 2005. Ah, so I you was were, in high you, school. Thank you, you were very what, much. 30? 31? I was in high school. Thank you very much. I was um, watching the OC. Oh, God. Classic. I, my sister watched the OC. Anyways, so I, I don't remember Kirby Canvas Curse being easy in any sort of sense. I remember it being like moderately difficult. Is that just because that I was stupid? Or just like, I don't know. Like half of me thinks that... Kirby games have just been stupidly easy forever. But then the other half of my mind is like, no, they haven't been. And it's just been like the last few iterations of Kirby games that have just been so mind-numbingly easy. Zero effort. Which is such a shame because the art style is incredible. The soundtrack's incredible. Kirby's an amazing mascot to, you know, have video games about. So it's just disappointing that they're really shitting. It seems like they're really shitting the bed when it comes to Kirby. Because like the last, I was talking about this in your Twitch chat. The last Kirby game that you bought was exactly like this. It was like mind-numbingly easy and you regretted purchasing it. Yeah, it's one of the only games I've like returned or resold. I think the only right. game I've returned or resold on Nintendo Switch. It, and But then you also have to think like, who are these games for? Is this game even supposed to be before me? Because Pokemon's really easy too. And I love playing. Yes, that's true. Well, it's, but there, there's, there's different layers in Pokemon. Pokemon can be as in depth as you want it, or you can play mm-hmm. through the story and be done, or you right. can train there's, a there's team. There's layers. IV there's layers train, to it. EV train. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Kirby, it's like you go through it once and then. It's so one dimensional. And then it's like, what, maybe go back and make sure you collected everything. But at that point, you kind of don't care about it enough to do that because there's no Mm -hmm. really reward in that. So I don't know. I I even think it. I mean, honestly, I think it's too easy for kids to. I think it's kind of insulting to children. Give them a (laughs) challenge. Kids are playing Breath of the Wild. But I know not every kid's into Breath of the Wild. So maybe there's some kids out there who like something a little more simple. But. That's fine. I'm, Whatever. I'm just it's I'm just saying me. that I want more games that are challenging that have just beautifully like chibi cutesy graphics. Like give me more Celeste, give me more um Hollow Knight. Like I want a Kirby game that kicks my fucking ass, dude. That's what I want. But Well, what I'm saying is if if I don't like playing it, it's wrong for everyone. Exactly. You are you are That's the nail in the coffin for this game. If I mm-hmm. don't like it, it's not good for anybody. It's What's getting returned the to the manufacturer. It's it's getting it's, it's getting pulled off the shelves. It's getting pulled off yeah. the shelves and it's it's getting it's getting tossed in a landfill. No one can play if it. If I'm not having fun, nobody's no having fun. No one can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Well, that's Kirby for you. I don't I, know. I think, Are you going to do you think you're going to buy it? I $60. Not gonna, I don't think it's worth yeah. it. From what I've seen, no. I might look into um people who have like a who've played through the full game like like game reviewers who have gotten um pre-release review copies and see what they have to say about it. Like if the game gets better and it's actually, you know, it seems more like there's more to it, then I might think about it, but as of now, absolutely not. I'm not spending $60 on that, girl. Classic. Anyways. And do you want to talk about spiders some more? Uh, No, we could do cheese. Okay, I'm ready. It's cheese of the week. Spiders. Oh, no. Um, we, went, we went to Costco. Oh, yeah. I need a Costco time. haul. I need to know exactly all, what all you bought and what your thoughts are. Um, We got a lot of... Okay, so this time we, we have this new rolly cart. We already had a granny cart, but now we got an even larger one that's like mm-hmm. can hold a bunch. So we took that on the Metro. We went down to Costco. Um, we loaded it up. We got protein bars. Protein uh, bars. nice and cheap. We got a huge six pound bag of chicken breasts to put in the freezer. Oh, those are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got two, like four packs of oat milk because I used a lot of oh. oat milk. Mm-hmm. Um, God, what else did we get? We got oh, Justin's really into buying canned tomatoes, which I'm I'm like I don't like tomatoes, but they go in a lot of things that you cook, you know. Yeah, it goes into a lot of sauces, so yeah, yeah, and they last forever. So we in got cans. we got some of that. Um, and the Tates, got, I got the yeah. Tates I was gonna cookies. say you can't forget about your Tates cookies that lasted a little less than forty eight hours. Oh my God. They were so good, and I felt so bad afterward, but it was, like, kind of worth it. I don't I know have what a, else we got. There were other things. I, I have a copycat recipe for Tate's cookies from Serious Eats Um, that's pretty uh, good. Uh, my cookies are... I don't want to be that person, but my cookies are better than Tate's. I just didn't want to <sighs> make any. Oh. My cookies okay. are so good. Tate, I mean, t- if I want a thin and crispy crunchy, that's fine. I do like more crunchy cookies, but... You know, I'm not always in the mood for a taste. I'm usually in the mood for my cookies, my my personal recipe. Is this your bowl to hole? It's bowl to hole, but I have modified it since then. Oh, now, has she oh, made some improvements? I, well, I add a little bit of oats as well. Um, mm. Just to kind of, depending on what texture I want. It doesn't make it oatmeal-y. I don't add enough so that, I mean, you might even not tell there's, be able to tell there's oats in it. But it helps mm-hmm. the text. It's a texture related thing. Interesting. Interesting. So they look very. Um, and I've been I've been really into chopping my own chocolate bars. Oh, she's fancy. You, I swear to God, you can make the shittiest cookie recipe. Cut your own chocolate and it looks professional because mm-hmm. they just the, the chocolate chocolate chips look a little like, I don't know, home baker. But you chop right. your own chocolate bar. You look like you're ready to sell those at a, like a at a Parisian cafe, sis. Right. She is artisan. Artisan. Girl, um, next time anyway, you go to Costco. Speaking cheese. of artisan, well, huh? before you get to your cheese, next time you go to Costco, you need to get those that five dollar pack of croissants, girl. It's a we banger. We're looking it's at the deal. croissants. Those croissants are so fucking big. What is the deal with how large they are, honey? It's because we live in America. Everything's bigger here. Those croissants. Are literally bigger than my head. And I do not like the cheese Danishes ones. I was looking at the cheese Danish, the Danish. I love a cheese Danish. Huge. Ugh. The bakery section smells so good though. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Well, if I had to pick, I would say maybe the six pound bag of chicken is my cheese of the week. How cheesy? I love a cheesy chicken. It does okay. So I know Kirkland's is like the Costco brand. Mm-hmm. Is, is that when I think Kirkland's, I didn't know they that was like the Costco brand because I never grew up with Costco. Mm-hmm. I thought Kirkland's was like a tire brand, but they're making chicken, they're making hummus, they're they make, making they make everything, girl. Kirkland's they're making signature. everything I need. Um, I got something Kirkland's. Well, the chicken. So I don't know. I guess my favorite thing is six six and a half pound bag of Kirkland's frozen chicken. I'm so happy for you. We did cook some last night. It was it turned out real good. Real good. What was it? Oh, this was literally the bland. I mean, what I do, olive oil and 
an Italian herbs blend. Rosemary, thyme, uh, oregano, garlic powder. Je- and you know me. I bake it till it's dry because that's how I like it. Mm-hmm. Just dry chicken. Love a dry. I mean, I don't, but you love a dry chicken. I Just leathery. Love dried chicken. Just j- chicken jerky. It says to bake it to 165, 170. I like 265, 270. You know, sometimes I wonder what you would have turned out like if someone just <laughs> loved you a little bit more when you were a child. <laughs> oh, I'm going over that with my therapist. Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see, we'll see about Fingers that. God, uh, do you jerky. have a cheese? You have a cheese this week? Um, my cheese this week um, is a method of cooking fingerling potatoes that I found on America's Test Kitchen. Um, that worked really, really well. So we had like a one and a half pound um, bag of those little like red and yellow, you know, small potatoes. Sure. And in, and I don't know, I don't work with them very often. So I was like, what does ATK have to say about this? And so they have a, a way of cooking it where essentially you put it in a wide skillet with all of the, like, um, that you cut them in half. So each little potato is cut in half and they're face down in the pan. And then you add... Uh, like a knob of butter and some garlic and salt and pepper and then like two cups of water and then you kind of you cook it with the lid on and so the water boils slash steams the potatoes for like 15 minutes then you take the lid off have all of the water evaporate and then the butter that you put in there um fries the bottom and cooks it like you know makes it not just boiled potatoes but kind of fries it and sautés it and it worked out really really well and the potatoes were, like, super well-cooked. They weren't super hard or anything. Like, it cooked them all the way through, and it was really, really easy. It was, like, a one-pan solution for fingerling potatoes. Highly recommend. I'll uh, I'll print it out and put it on the Patreon or whatever, if anyone else is interested. Um, it's more wow. of a technique than a, res- than a recipe. But, yeah, it was just easy because you didn't have to, like, you know, take a giant pot and boil the potatoes and then take them out and then, you know, get another saucepan out and put them in there with the, like, you just one, one and done. You'd add everything. You're using one, uh, one saucepan and a lid and Why don't they you turned just, out really great. So we, we do a, a lot of potato cooking. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just, we, and we just cut them in half and, and toss them in olive oil and herbs and then just roast them. Why don't you just do that? I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this sounds good too. The butter sounds good. You know, we don't use. I guess our our uh, roasting agent is the olive oil. But no, right, we just exactly. put them on a pan, stick them in either the oven or the the Breville. Mm, and the Breville. Uh, how long how long does it take? Cook them up. Well, in the Breville, in the put it on air fry, it takes like ten fifteen minutes. That thing oh, that, zips that out. Does sound good. Mm-hmm. Although, like, if they're in the oven, though, and depending on how many, it can take a lot longer. It can take, like, 45, 50 minutes. Yeah, I think the reasoning behind this is that, I don't know, I think they go from from completely raw to cooked in about, like, 20, 25 minutes. Okay. I mean, okay. I, it's probably it's probably a good way to cook them if you, A, don't have an oven, or B, like, don't want to turn on your fucking oven and wait for it to preheat or something. But if you have That's a Breville with, or an air fryer... Then that's probably a better way to go. Anyways, I'll print this out, put it on the Patreon. Um, also, um, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just upload the pictures of these spiders to the Patreon, but w- I'll link the articles to what a cookie spider is and this horrifying spider that's gonna invade the East Coast. And you're always like, Sam, come visit me. You think I'm gonna visit your ass now, knowing these motherfuckers are gonna be in your basement? No. You have like fucking. There's no telling what all wild animals and insects. There are literally. You walk outside. I feel like the only insects in D.C. Are really are mosquitoes. We do have that ladybug invasion. We did have cicadas. How is cicadas that going? Were here for like a, cicadas were here for like a week. I did kill like three more ladybugs, but they're not. I found out where they're coming from. I think they're coming through the bathroom window because we leave it open sometimes. Mm. So I think they're flapping in. But they're so sometimes they're in the shower. When I'm in the shower, I just pull off the shower hose and get them down the drain privacy at least death. knock death by drowning death to all of them yeah so i don't i don't fuck with them i accidentally smashed one in the windowsill the other day i didn't even see it accidentally it. Mm-hmm, sure murder killed i don't care 
Also, I don't, don't know, maybe get a screen door or get get a screen for your window in your bathroom. There is. So they're the type of windows you can pull down from the top or can pull up from the bottom. And it's in the shower. Like it literally goes from the ceiling down to your knees in the shower. It's what it's. um Yeah, we're in our shower. There's a window literally on one of the busiest streets in fucking D.C. You can. Can so, I crawl like, out of it at the. At the right time of day, you can see me naked. However, it is glazed glass, like it's ripples kind of stuff. So you can't see through it, but you can see my silhouette. It's very like James Bond naked, sexy me. Are, are you are you trying to convince us that this is an incentive to look for you in that window? <laughs> or are you or are you warning sexy. us that this is a possibility Sensual. that you may you may accidentally see Joe's silhouette in this window? I'm just alerting people to the fact that don't be alarmed. If you see a Golemesque figure in a window, hunched on back, your way down to to visit the White House, okay, mm-hmm. Wolverine-like creature. Mm-hmm. Um, but we pull the window down from the top because I don't like the cold, the air hitting my legs. So we open it at the top when there's no screen on the top, just on the bottom. Is it because if when you get too cold, your your legs get rickety? Yeah, my my rickety. joints chatter. Your crickety rickety legs. My joints start to chatter. Yeah, gotta, you got to oil them up. Get some WD-40. Um, anyway, good cheese. I guess. Sure. Are you ready for favorite things? These better be good. These are a few of our favorite things. Um, I had to go to What's Wiki yours? for mine because obviously I don't know enough, uh, know enough about this. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, tell me. I, I had to see how many episodes this was. So while my parents were in Texas and I was home alone for a week... And, uh, you know, had a party, invited all my friends over, all things I didn't do. I sat home alone and binged this Netflix series that I w- was wanting to watch. And it's called Inventing Anna by uh, Shonda Rhimes, the the queen. Oh, with Shonda uh, Rhimes. Amanda Seyfried. Um, no, that you're you're thinking of the inventor. Is that what that's called? Oh, oh have on. they already made multiple? F- oh, that's about the technology company. Yours is about um, My, the socialite who bamboozled right. all the richies. The bamboozler, in New York, the fake yes. socialite so, bamboozler. Can you imagine? I feel like you could have done this. This absolutely I could have been your story. When I tell you, every single person I meet loves me because I'm just like the bumpkin. I could bamboozle anybody, and I'm here for it. You're still trying to bamboozle me. You've been bamboozled for like 10 years. Honestly. You're doing a podcast with me. Well, the thing is, I wish, I mean, I've been trying to get people to bamboozle me, but I just can't get anyone naked with me in a room, you know? That's a different thing. That's something different. They keep running away. I I try locking the doors. It's a whole thing. Anyways. Sure. Inventing Anna is a nine-episode miniseries by Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes did Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder, all of the things. Um, apparently, she has like some sort of um, deal with Netflix now, where she's making a bunch of miniseries with Netflix. So, like, it's a good shit. Anyway, so it's nine episodes, drama miniseries, and it's based off of the story of Anna Sorkin, also known as Anna Delvey. And this happened in like I don't know, not too long ago. Like I don't know, within the last five years. And essentially, yeah, I remember Anna- reading the like. New York Times article or something about it. Yeah, yeah, there was an article about it by uh, Jessica Pressler, I think is her name, and it's called How Anna Delvey Tricked New York's Party People. And essentially what this is about is it's a, a you know dramatization about Anna, and uh, essentially what she did is she, you know, she pretended to be rich, and so she, like, got in with all of these, like, high-profile cliques, and she just essentially worked her way up the social ladder in, like, New York society. And she just pretended to be rich, and all these people, like, started paying for her stuff, and she, like, never paid her bills, and no one was paying attention. And then finally, like, she scammed enough people where it got the attention of the New York District district Attorney's Office, and they went after her. And it's very, very interesting. Just kind of the character that she plays. She she's like from Europe, and she like told people she was from Germany, but she's actually from Russia, and she has this very weird accent, and she's like a huge bitch, and it's like crazy the amount of shit that she got away with, and no one knew who she was. Like everyone just took her at her word. Um, 
So Anna Klumsky is one of the main characters in it. She is, you might know her from Veep. Um, I love her. She is amazing. And she did really well as like the main, um, one of the main characters in this. And then Julia Garner, who was in, I think she was in Ozark, which is also on Netflix. She plays Anna Delvey. Um, and it's really, really good. And so I just binged the fuck out of that while my parents were in Texas. And I binged it start to finish. And it was really good. Laverne Cox makes a, a cameo in it. There's a you know few different people in it. I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. And it was, you know, obviously it's not completely true. But, like, it's based off of a true story. And Anna is in prison now. That's how this ends. It's like she's in prison and she's currently getting deported um, from the United States back to either Germany or Russia. I don't remember. But it is a wild fucking ride. So if you need a little uh, little piece of drama, a little dramatic miniseries, check out Inventing Anna on Netflix. Nine episodes. It was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. It's just so hard to feel bad for like rich socialites getting scammed. You right. know what it's, I mean? It's, I know that's it's, really inconsiderate. It's very much right. It's very much a like. Um, just desserts sort of situation like like watching it being like yeah fuck you you know you you deserve this while i'm eating my pint of ice cream you know living with my parents because i have no money well and like and it's like they were nice to her because they thought she was someone rich as well do you know what i right, mean they, and that's shitty that's shitty too mm-hmm. like you should be how about you be nice to some poors as well right exactly you know that just shows the exclusivity and the like keeping out people of that part of society. And it's right. just she like, tr- yeah, it's just crazy. Like, it, like New York socialite society is insane to me as like a normal individual, but also seeing that she like, she got so close to faking it till she made it. Like she was trying to go get after this loan to like buy this huge art gala building. And it was like, she got so close to duping everyone and then she lost it all. And it was like crazy, absolutely crazy. Anyways, it's on Netflix. Check it out. Nine episodes. Very, very good. IMO. Love nice. the Shonda Rhimes moment. I have to check it out. We've been, we still been watching Love is Blind season two, and I've already read all the spoilers for it, so I already know what all happens. I right. but this season because you're that person. Just, I have to know because it's so intense. I mm-hmm. needed to know who got married and all the drama because they're all the whole cast is fighting on social media now, and mm-hmm. it's just it's just not fun. Mm. So I need something else to watch. Well, put it on the list. I mean, you're still watching Gilded Age, right? Oh. Oh, yeah. Carrie Coon's boobs. I just can't get over it. Carrie Coon was pregnant during her. I um, know. Everyone's been talking about Edge. it. Everyone no is always her... like, I can't believe she was pregnant. Blah, 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 blah. She holds a fucking fan in front of her stomach for half the time. Who cares? Well, I mean, I, I don't think know. I, I was looking for a reason why her jugs were so massive. And that that makes sense to me that she was she was pregos. But damn, yeah, does she fill out a dress nicely. Anyways, I guess I'm straight. I'm so obsessed with her boobs. You're definitely not. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. At this point, mm, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know with me. Anyways, what is your favorite thing this week? Uh, so I want my favorite thing to be one thing, but then you're just going to get mad at me. So, oh god, what <laughs> is it? Well, I did. So I'm at, I'm catching up with <gasps> No. Well, I was going to say, sorry, I overreacted. I thought your favorite thing was going to be a tongue scraper. And I was going to... Oh, uh, no. We're not there yet? Okay. No. This, I, will this, save, I will save my I told you so for when you finally catch up to that. The moment I start taking dental advice from you <laughs> is... <laughs> we'll know something's gone terribly wrong. I'm not opposed to tongue scrapers. I did do a little research since our last... Uh, since our last discussion. Um, but I did read it's not necessary. And so I haven't incorporated it yet into my like literally 10 step dental routine. I mean, that's understandable. But I, who knows? I mean, I'm going off the deep end with dental stuff. So maybe. No, my um, I've been catching up collecting some of the modern Tamagotchis that are no longer in production to catch up. Right. You were you were talking about my this hobby. a little bit last week. Yes, so I recently acquired a Tamagotchi Meats, 
which is uh, the Japanese version. Of, so it came out first. The Tamagotchi meets and the Tamagotchi, the Tamagotchi on is the English version. They're the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I, requ- I acquired a Tamagotchi meets through, I've got feelers out in the community. Okay. I'm, I'm looking for, I'm hunting for deals. So I got mm-hmm. the, um, the pink magic version. Super cute. And it, I thought it was going to like maybe be in a little worse condition considering what I paid for it. This thing, I it came in the mail today. I'm holding it in my hands. Pristine Ooh. condition. The instruction manual is still in the bag, came in the box. I mean, so this is from, this came out in Japan um, 2018. This model did. So okay. each of the, there's like a Sanrio version, pastel, fairy. They each have like different characters in them with different attributes. You can mix and match them, etc. So this is one of the newer uh, iterations that is no longer for sale. And I'm very excited to play it. Um, there's a companion app where you meet other people's Tamagotchis and you sex have boink them. You have sex they with produce, them? They produce eggs and the eggs. So there's like infinite combinations you can have mm-hmm. of Tamagotchis because they trade genes and like one will take one's ears or tail or whatever. Um, the app is getting shut down in like August, I think. But I think there's a fan oh, no. app in the works. Yeah, their Bandai's just not supporting it anymore. It's kind of their last generation of Tamagotchi. So I have until then to kind of like have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very excited. And I have some, I have a couple other Tamagotchis arriving over the next couple weeks that I've uh, poked around looking for deals. Um, mm-hmm. Someone is trying to snipe me right now on a bid. Uh-oh. I will be sitting at my computer tonight waiting for this for this one auction to end. Um but it's been fun. Oh my god. I feel like I'm I don't know. I feel like I've recaptured a little part of my childhood. I'm rediscovering a lot joy. of the vintage the vintage ones that I like had as a kid and don't have anymore. It's so mm-hmm. fun to see like people still really care about them. Interesting. Like the pocket Pikachu. Do you remember the pocket? It was like a pedometer toy. Oh, yeah. That looked oh, like yeah. a miniature Game Boy. The Rugrats Gigapet. Like, these mm-hmm. are things that are still treasured, like, 20 years later. Over 20 years later. Yes. Well, so the community here's my su- is so fun. Here's my surprise. I'm surprised that this app that came out in 2018 is, like, in English. Well, there's an English version and a Japanese version. The Japanese meets are compatible with the English ons. Like, they're literally the same except for language. Um, okay. So you can use, I'm pretty sure you can go use your Tamagotchi meets in the English app, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, since the app's shutting down, there's been, there's been talk about a, a fan app being created. Because this has been one of the more popular releases because it has like the marrying the mixing and matching Tamagotchis. It's more um, of a simulator. It's it's more of a, um, it's more kind of community. Because you can, there's people who like will post what their Tamagotchi looks like and be like looking for marriage proposals if anyone wants any of these traits. And so mm. it's like more of a discussion. Whereas like the Tamagotchi Picks, which is the latest English release, you can like have your Tamagotchi visit others, but there's only a set amount of Tamagotchis you can have in the game they're no they're not boinking anyone else they're just living dying and moving on and you get a new egg. interesting so um it's been fun to catch up on like literally 15 years of tamagotchi i've missed out on it's just been fun i needed a hobby i think this is it i mean it's it for a while until you get sick of it yeah it's it for a while until i spend too much money and then and then you'll catch me selling my collection Exactly. So what was what was your favorite thing going to be that you didn't want it to be? Well, that's the one I didn't want to talk about. That's the one I thought you were going to be mad at me about. Why? Girl, you've been collecting Tamagotchis for the past couple of months. Or at least you've been talking about it. Because y- you hate me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. There's an app I've been using, too, called, oh, what's it called? Koto, Kotodama Diary. Let me look it up. Kotodama Diary. It's It is like kind of like a virtual pet game, but uh, you don't feed them. You don't take care of them. You literally like tap hearts until your pet evolves. And then you pick a word like your pet will be thinking of like four words like homework, death, you know, <laughs> and no, it's dark. It gets dark and you oh pick my it. God. 
And there's like a hundred things that can evolve into based on what words you feed it during each stage of its life. So you're, the point is to keep evolving them until you've collected them all. Mm. Um, and that's been fun because, I mean, that was fun just like while I was waiting on the dentist because you just open the app, you tap some things, and then you don't have to spend any real money. It's easy. You just have a cute little, yeah. Like my first one evolved into, it literally looks like a pixel version of Kiari Pomu Pomu with a cat face. Aww. Like that's the level of what they turn into. So it's cute. It's fun. It's interesting. Check it oh. out if you're bored. Okay. Well, more Tamagotchi shit. And then whatever the hell that app is. Yeah. Kotodama Diary. As soon as you said diary, I assumed it was going to be like a burn book. You write about every... It's like, um, oh my God, Death Note. I've never oh, seen yeah. or read Death Note, but is it is it a notebook that you write people's names in and then they die? Pretty sure. I've also never seen, so we're not good people to comment on it, I guess. Anyway, it's Death Note. Hmm. 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 Well, good favorite things. Good favorite things. Great week. Good to see you. I mean, we're not video chatting, so I'm glad I'm not <laughs> seeing you. You have anything else to chat about? Um, only to say, just to remind everyone that we are not going to be here next week. I don't know what Joe's doing. He's just going to be staring at a wall, and I'm going to be tumbling down a ski hill, but we will be here the week after. We also have I'm going to St. Louis, right? sis. Oh, that's right. You are going to St. Louis. I have Louis. a life without you. I exist when you're not around. Oh, you're just, you're going to be, you're Bare- just going to be having, having such a lovely time in St. Louis, visiting, I'm, I'm just assuming, be your sister. Un- my parents live there now. I'm going to be unpacking That's their right. boxes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Crazy. Of so no podcast next work. week. Yeah. Yeah. So no podcast yeah. next week. But week after that, we will be back. Um, but Patreon patrons, there will be a bonus episode this week as well. And I've got an article for it about um, the earth heating up. I don't know if you've noticed. What? What? Yeah. So stay tuned for oh. that. Otherwise... Thank you all for listening. We will see y'all in a couple weeks. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going on our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Allison B. Amy T. Andrew. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ashley E. Basima B. Ben B. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chad D. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Emily H. Helena B. Jared E. Javier. Jess L. Johnny B. Jordan W. Julian S. Keith G. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Martin D. Maddie S. Montez B. Naomi D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rose G. Sam. Scott A. Soyzilla. Sylvie C. William W. And Xavier D. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show!